0: What is up, my beautiful and good people? How are y'all living today? You are listening to the official Hype Girl podcast. My name is Aaliyah Jade, and I'm a girl obsessed with hyping people up. I'm a 20-something trying to figure life out, and I mean, aren't we all? A few things I'm not trying to figure out, though, is that I know I don't want to live a life that I don't truly enjoy. I know I don't want to live a life not walking out in my purpose, and I know I don't want to live a life where I'm not creating massive impact. Hence, this podcast. God created us on purpose for a purpose, and He has plans far greater than anything we could have ever imagined. But it also takes feet to our faith and walking that out, taking massive action towards the lives that we want to live, trusting in His understanding and not our own. I want to help you with tips and tricks to get out of your own way, fight those inner mean girls. Talk to yourself nicely and believe in yourself wholeheartedly. You are valuable. You are worthy. And you have been called to a specific purpose to walk out here on this earth. I believe God chose you as the best option to walk out that purpose. And together, we're going to do just that. So if you're ready to level up and show up 1% better than you did yesterday, then let's freaking go. I am so happy to be here. It is season three of the official Hype Girl podcast. I am your host, Aaliyah Jade, and we are getting down to it, baby girl. So the song of today, and if you're new here, I have a playlist I've created on Spotify. It is linked down below in the show notes. It is called the official Hype Girl playlist. And on this playlist is every single song of the day that I've mentioned. It is a song of the day that my guests on here have said has made them feel better if they're feeling down, that kind of hypes them up, and it is just an all around great soundtrack to just put on your car, put on while you're listening in the shower, or if you're walking your dog or whatever. If you just want some really good jams, you want a jam out session. This is a really good playlist to put on. It is, like I said, it's on Spotify. It is not on Apple Music. Sorry, my Apple listeners. Um, but the song of today is called Lift My Hands by Forrest Frank. I'm newly obsessed with him, and so I- I'm just obsessed. Like it is such a good song, it is such a good Bob Force Frank was a part of the band Surfaces and now he's like they've separated so that he can kind of pursue his own things as well as the other guy. I don't remember his name. Um, but it is such a good song. Go listen to it. I strongly encourage you to. You cannot tap your foot, move your hips, shake your hands, whatever to this song. It is literally called Lift My Hands. So lift your hands to it and let me know if you do. I'm really excited to talk to you guys today about today's topic of fear of failure and rejection and just some crazy amazing things that God has just shown me in my life recently this past week. Um, I want to preface this by sharing with you a few weeks ago at the, end of September, at least at the tail end of September, I attended at the empower her conference. It was absolutely incredible. There were some amazing speakers there. And one of the speakers who is near you in my heart is Jamie Kern Lima. This year, I actually got to meet Jamie. She's such a sweet soul, which I already knew. Um, fun fact for you. She was on the very first season of big brother and big brother is my favorite show of all time. Uh, but I got to talk to her about big brother about just what I've been was learning there at the conference, and she spoke into me, and it was just an amazing, amazing time. She has a new book called Worthy coming out. I believe early February of next year. Um, but I'm really excited for all the things that are happening in her life. She is such an inspiration. Um, just the amount of times that she has heard no and has been faced with failure f- from the outside eye and just continuing and persevering and being consistent and believing in her dream and her vision that God had given her. Um, and just walking that out and it's just, it's truly incredible. It is an inspiration. If you are not familiar, she is the founder of, uh, it cosmetics. Um, um she was the first Female CEO of L'Oreal, I believe, uh, and to sell her business for a billion dollars—a billion with a B—and I love her so much. Her new book, like I said, is called "Worthy," coming out in February, centered around finding your own self worth because without your self worth, it is very hard to accomplish literally anything in this world. And while I was at Empower Her conference and listening to her keynote and the the workshop that basically that we did there, while we were there, we talked a bit about fear of failure and rejection and we did this exercise where the first thing we talked about was when we think about failure when we fail at something or we're rejected we're experiencing rejection from someone or something maybe it's a job maybe it's a person maybe we had a goal in a network marketing business and we failed at it maybe we had a goal in our fitness journey and didn't come close to it anything right Where we're wherever we're f- experiencing failure um, and rejection we were asked what was the first thought that came to our mind when we think about failure and rejection? What is our current definition centered around that? And for me, the first thing that came up was just that if I fail at something or if I'm rejected by someone or something, I'm a failure. I attach that experience to my identity. Um, And and not only am I a failure, as an Enneagram 3, well, former Enneagram 3, I'm actually now a 2-wing 3. Used to be 3-wing 2. I pretty much uh, and very high in both categories. Um, but as in Enneagram three, I very much identify with finding my value and worth inside my achievements. It's something that I've been working on for years. I am a work in progress always. So it is something that I'm probably going to have to continue to work on for the rest of my life, but I'm hoping there's a point in time where I detach the two. Um, but Even with being an Enneagram three, not only not only saying I'm a failure when I experience failure and rejection, I also say that I'm worthless or I'm useless. Something like to that nature, because I often think if I'm not achieving things, other people are disappointed in me. Um, I feel like like what's the point for me to even be here or to even try when experiencing that? Um, And it can be very, very hard, very hard on myself. We are our, our own worst critic, correct? And I feel like the things that I'm saying to myself when I experience failure and rejection, they're not things that I would ever say to someone else when they experience failure or rejection. And I feel like that might be the same for you too. You listening to this right now, you may have the same exact things um, going on in your brain when you experience that. You might be like, why am I such an F up, right? Like, why would I even try? Who am I to think that I could ever do something like this? Those might be the thoughts going on in your head when you experience that. And throughout this exercise and this workshop, not only did we kind of reveal to ourselves the first thought that comes to our mind when that happens, but we kind of talked about and talked through how we're going to redefine that. And of course, when we redefine that, that's not something that is we attach a new definition whenever we experience failure or rejection, and now everything's going to be hunky-dory, but it's actually going to be something that takes practice. It's going to take repetition. It's something that's going to take consistency and rewiring our brains because we've really been so programmed to think, I'm a failure. I'm useless. I'm worthless. Like, why should I ever try something like this ever again? I'm such an F-up. I fail at everything. All of those things have been programmed into us from the very first time that we experienced that. And it's something we've never really shook. No matter how many times we succeed in something, when we, whenever we fail, we go back to that definition. And so we worked on redefining it. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today and also share with you something that happened this week that just opened up my eyes to this even more. So throughout that workshop and that exercise that we did, my redefinition, whenever I experience failure or rejection, I want to rewire my brain to think it's in God's hands. If a door closes on me, it's in God's hands. You know, they say man's rejection is God's protection. And I 100% wholeheartedly believe that. I also want to redefine my failures as it's in God's hands. And that means God has something better. It is happening for me, not to me. This is building my character of who I'm becoming. It's insane that I wrote that down just just shy of a month ago because it only came to the forefront of my mind last night. If you're listening to this in real time, it is Wednesday. um, And so I am talking about Tuesday night. Uh, This came to my mind of thinking like, Oh my gosh, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. And right now, I'm about to go on what seems like a tangent, but I promise I'm going to bring it back full circle. I have been obsessed with the show Love is Blind. Okay? It's on Netflix. If you haven't heard of it, I'm sure someone around you has, and they are willing to geek out about it, Um, but essentially, it is this show about people finding love. And I'm obsessed with love, you guys. I love love so much. I value relationships. I'm always like craving to be wanted by someone, right? And just experiencing that amazing, giddy feeling of love. And I was watching it this week and my heart actually broke a little bit. Not for myself, which has happened in the past when watching these types of shows, watching Love Island, um, and I'm trying to think of all the other ones I watch, but literally, that's the only thing coming to my mind. Uh, I don't watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette, but besides the point, I was watching Love is Blind and my heart broke, not for me being in this season of single and not having someone to share that with and not having a person or being in a relationship and feeling lonely by any means. That wasn't happening this time, which has happened in the past. But this time my heart broke because I saw so many women and men so lost and so longing for love and looking for it in all the wrong places. You know, Recently, I started reading this book by Maddie Pruitt. I believe that's her name. I believe it's Maddie Pruitt. She used to be on The Bachelor. Again, I've never seen the show. Um, But she was on like a former season. And um, she very recently, like within the last two weeks, like three weeks ago, I didn't know who she was. Two weeks ago, she came up on my feed on Instagram. And uh, she had this book launch that she was doing. It's called The Love That Everybody Wants. And it is all about the love of Jesus. Like it's love that we already have. And when we find our worth in him and we understand how much he loves us and knowing that that love that we long after has already been at our fingertips and available to us, um, it's incredible. And just reading, it just makes me feel so close to God, but it also breaks my heart for everyone who isn't everyone who is looking and searching for love and other people and not understanding that they are so valuable and so loved by the creator of this universe. And as I was watching this show, there's actually a guy on there in season 5 that is airing right now. Um it's almost over, so you better go binge it if you haven't started it. Um this guy, he reminded me of the first guy I ever was involved with and I fell in love with. This guy from high school, we all have him, right? Um and he actually this guy on the show looks similar to him. They act very similar. It's kind of scary. Um, and I just remember when I was involved with that guy, from high school and even throughout college um, and a little bit after college it was on again off again kind of toxic um i i didn't like who i was when i was with him that relationship was emotionally abusive i was not ready for it at 16 17 years old to fall in love and it just it was not a good me i was compromising things that i valued i was changing who i was to kind of fit his mold and think that he would want me more if i changed who I was. Um, And I was afraid of his rejection. And I knew that if I didn't have his approval, I would feel worthless. Um, And I recognize looking backwards, I didn't like who I was in that relationship. But then when I think about the guy that came after him, he wasn't all sunshine, rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and all of that either but he was better than the first he treated me a little bit more better it wasn't as emotionally intense um he was a a little bit nicer as well not saying the first guy wasn't nice but uh I was older I kind of knew a little bit more from experience from that first relationship or situationship I should say um and I recognized it was better but it wasn't anything that would last and I found myself still trying to change and mold myself into whatever he would want and recognize that I wasn't the person that he was willing to fight for, meaning I was not enough for him. And then it gets it got me thinking about the guy that came after him, which was my most recent relationship. Um, and I recognized he was better than the second guy. And this last guy, he's incredible. He actually had a faith background and he has a relationship with God and just an amazing, sweet human. I always felt a peace about us and our relationship. And I didn't feel this turmoil. I didn't feel the need to change anything. Again, I'm older, I'm wiser And I'm growing in my faith and I actually found Jesus at the center of my life and something that was important that I wanted to incorporate in my relationships and not just something that I would have on the side for myself and I believed in it, uh, but something that I wanted both of us, both parties to believe in and partake in that relationship with God on our own. Um, and I recognize through all of that, again, I promise I have a point is that every single time I was rejected or I the guy and I did not work out. God always brought something better along. He always brought something better. Whether I knew it or not, whether I thought that first guy was my soulmate, which I did for a long time, which is probably why it was on and off again for so long. Um, but I thought that guy and I, like I envisioned a future with us together, or with a dog. Like I literally envisioned a dog. It's kind of crazy. Um, and I recognize that I'm so glad that that didn't work out with all the things that happened in that relationship. But God always has something better. He always had a plan and his thoughts and his plans are higher than my thoughts and plans, far better than anything I could ever imagine or think of. And his thoughts for me are precious. And he thinks about me all the time. And I'm just so grateful for God for that. And I recognize that even though I was quote unquote rejected in those past relationships, it was for my protection, and that God always had something far better planned for me. And I wanna remind you that He has something far better planned for you too. If you're experiencing failure and rejection right now from a job or from a person or for, from just going after your goals and uh, deadlines that you miss, know that God has something better planned for you. I want you to be able to turn around and think, I'm not a failure. This is just a stepping stone on my way to success. This is actually molding my character and I'm becoming the person that I've always wanted to be because the person that makes it on the other side without actually having gone through anything is far less equipped than the person that has experienced failure after failure, after failure, after failure, after success, or I guess before success, (laughs) While I was in Greece, I've talked about this before, but I felt God calling me to embrace my single season. And I didn't necessarily know what it, that meant in detail until later. I felt this calling from him for me to embrace my single season and just be on my lonesome for a minute. And I didn't know what that truly meant until after as I got back, I started looking up some devotionals around singlehood. And, and I saw a reel on Instagram. I swear I get all my information from Instagram these days. But I saw this and it hit home for me of just like your singlehood is literally the best time of your life in terms of doing things for God and building his kingdom and just building your relationship with God, deepening those roots and having him mold your character, build you up. And I was like, okay, God, I wanna do that. I'm so down. And then it wasn't until the Empower Her conference that I really truly understood again for myself what that meant. Like I was placing boundaries on myself, not to keep things out, but to to make sure that I was guarding what I was allowing into my life. Not to keep things out, but to make sure that the right things were coming in and those right things were the voice of God. I didn't want anything from the outside getting in and influencing my relationship with him or even distracting me from my relationship with God. On the surface level, I had no idea that's what God wanted for me. But that's the thing. We're not always going to understand and know what exactly it is that God has planned for us. I want to encourage you that when I say that God has bigger and better plans for our lives, better than we could ever imagine or think of, that doesn't necessarily mean if one of your visions and goals for your life is to have a million dollars in the bank, that doesn't necessarily mean that God has a plan for you to have two million dollars in the bank. Maybe that means you're only going to have $500,000 in the bank, but you have so many connections and people helping you that you don't have to pay for certain things and you're more well off because of that. You're saving more than what you're spending and you're not having to dip into your million dollars in the fund. You have a savings where you are well off. I have no idea what God has planned for your life. But just because you're listening to this and because I know the type of people that listen to podcasts like these, I know he has amazing plans for you. I know that you are so excited about going after the life that you want to live and the dreams and goals and visions that God has placed on your heart. And you want to make sure that you're walking out in your purpose. I know that he is equipping you right now. You have been called, meaning you can do literally anything with him on your side. And I believe in you so hard. I know that you're capable. I know that there are extraordinary things in your pathway, You just have to keep freaking going. You have to understand that every single stumble along the way, you get right back up. You keep following through. God has got you. You're not a failure. You're not worthless. You're not hopeless. You're not useless. You are enough. You can go the distance. You should keep trying. It's in God's hands. He has something better for you and it's happening for you, not to you. Literally, everything that is happening is happening for a reason in our lives, and we don't have to understand what that reason is. You just have to keep going, keep believing in what God has planned for you. It is building your character of who you are becoming. I love you so much. You were created on purpose for a purpose, and I believe in you so hard. Keep freaking going. You got this. Before you turn off this podcast, thank you so much for listening. It would mean the absolute world to me if you would help me continue to spread this message and get this podcast out there to whoever needs to hear it. Send this to a friend. Post this on your Instagram story. And better yet, leave a review on this podcast. Because when you review, it lets the algorithm know that people are listening and people need to hear what God has to say. I love you so much. I believe in you so hard. And girlfriend, I will talk to you next Wednesday. You got this.